0: Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Derek Asher. 106.1 FM NASH Icon on your radio dial. Taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. If you're listening on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, our digital partners, thank you for that. 106.1 NASH, NASH FM, 106.1 FM. Uh, dot com. You can uh, check us out at ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Uh, at Eric underscore Asher Ash on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, or our social media platforms. Join the conversation there. And, of course, our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base. We're on our, all, all your uh, favorite podcasting platforms. Just search Inside New Orleans Show. You'll find it fairly easily. And, of course, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Mike Dettulia of WWL Radio will be our guest. Uh, that is Thursday at 1 o'clock. Also, 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV. 10 o'clock on the Deuce at WLAE-TV2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, WLAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, Choose the time you like. Set your DVR. Be there live. Uh, But make sure you check out the award-winning inside New Orleans sports. And, of course, we put that on our social media platforms. After the program is finished and uh, also... Uh, it's on ericasher.com and the WLATV YouTube page. Mike Dutillier joining me this week on the award winning inside New Orleans sports. Today's program brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Wow. Have you gotten it yet? Look, I've been telling you guys for, for about a while. Uh, telling you about it for a while now. And, um, one of the things that i that I'm kind of stressing, you know, because it's the holiday season and look, I know, especially men, we just get stuck, don't we? I mean, you know, you're trying to figure out what you're going you to buy for someone, uh, it's, this is pretty easy. Pretty, uh, again, if you know someone who enjoys a good spirit, if you know someone who is a collector of spirits, uh, that Henry's F. Gin is the way to go. Like Midsummer Solstice, like Lunar, uh, highest selling limited edition spirit in the super premium gin category. And why not? Uh, Leslie Gracie, scientist by trade, uh, the master distiller over at Hendricks Gin, uh, has put together, again, this uh, Hendricks Neptunia Gin, Notes of Coastal Freshness, balanced with, again, fresh notes of citrus, alluring juniper character, linked in by deep earthly notes of the locally sourced Scottish seaside botanicals from the Scottish seaside, uh, fresh coastal herbs, unmistakable crisp finish, this limited edition Henrik's Gin can be found at your favorite spirit store. And look while you're there, ask about it. Ask about the rest of the great William Grant products. Uh, it's refreshing, uh, fun, and, of course, a collector's item because March 2023, it goes away and it never will come back. So, again, um, uh, reach for Henrik's Neptunia Gin. Uh, enjoy it. Uh, again, the, the flavor profile, different from any other gin that you've tasted. Uh, it's all part of the portfolio of William Grant, all part of the portfolio of Hendricks Gin. Again, Henry Stamptunia-Gent, available till March of 2023. Jeff Duncan of com will join us on the program today at 435. We'll talk to him about the Pels, but we'll also talk to him about his, his uh, column yesterday about the possibility of Sean Payton coming back and coaching the New Orleans Saints. Larry Holder, of the Athletic, in his normal spot, 535 this afternoon. All right, a lot to talk about. It uh, was off on Friday, so again, first of all, I want to congratulate all the local teams uh, that were involved in the state championship. Uh, and, of course, our friends here uh, at CressidySports.com, our colleagues here at 106.1 FM and also WGNO-TV who did a great job uh, in covering the uh, – High school championships from the Dome. Congratulations to John Curtis, again, who beat Brother Martin. Congratulations to Brother Martin for making it. Uh, What is it, John? uh, J.T. Curtis, 27 state championships, most of the United States. (laughs) That's amazing. Lutcher Bulldogs, another state championship for them. St. Charles Catholic, once again, state champions. Destrehan, uh, state champions. All local state champions here in uh, the greater New Orleans area. Uh, and uh, we had a chance, uh, you know, to get four. We got four with the five participating. Uh, and uh, congratulations to each and every one of them uh, for, again, a, a, a great season. And all those that participated. Because even though you walk away, uh, and, you know, it's tough. As a, as a high school player, didn't, if you don't win, you still, again, you made it there. And you had to, we had to run that gauntlet to get there. So congratulations to all those schools. And, um, of course, uh, that was one of the reasons why I was preempted. That was the reason why I was preempted on Friday. Uh, but so much has happened since Friday. And of course, the Pels, again uh, uh, playing so well uh, over the last seven games, seven-game win streak for them. Of course, it started on Friday night uh, with a with a huge win over the um, over the uh, Phoenix Suns, one twenty-eight to one seventeen, with that thunderous uh, again uh, three sixty dunk uh, that was emphatic uh, by Zion Williamson. I'm going to talk about that in a little while and what I thought that meant, not just for uh, the team, the city, but also for Zion as well. And then last night, yesterday afternoon, pardon me, uh, in overtime, one twenty-nine to one twenty-four, uh, they uh, they beat uh, Phoenix. Uh, both games here in New Orleans. Uh, they play Phoenix next th- this upcoming Saturday, after a back-to-back against Utah on Tuesday and Thursday. So they'll finish out the series uh, against the Suns uh, fairly early. Uh, when you're talking about again, but before Christmas, so uh, it is what it is. The best start in franchise history at eighteen and nine. Uh, they are number one in the West. Uh, they are no, uh, number one in the Southwest division, both of those up by one game over Memphis. Uh, and they've done this without, again, Brandon Ingram for the last seven games and Herb Jones for the last five games. Um, as I mentioned uh, about the, the, the message dunk about my Zion on Friday, um, let me just say this first of all. It, you know, it may not be NBA etiquette, okay? But I think it was a message sent and received to the Suns. And also to the rest of the NBA, uh, this is not a this is a Pelington team that is going to have to be reckoned with. Uh, but also, again, that Zion is healthy, he's back, he's ready to dominate the NBA. And I think it was a message sent, uh, message, message sending dunk uh, that was heard around the NBA. Um, and uh, I mean, just you know, normally you don't normally players don't do that right toward the end. But it, it is what it is. I mean, look, you took the, the, again the, the frustration of Zion. Uh, not being able to play for you know for for a year and again really injured throughout most of his career this is really the uh, the best he's played since he hit the pros and then of course you know this team got beat by the suns uh in, in a tough series last last uh, last season and you know the pels for the most part ha- have been again one of the one of the um underachieving teams uh, a plain bad team for a while and um they're showing that again last year the end of last year was not a fluke uh, by the way they played. Um, pretty interesting again when you look at, at again how this thing is, has evolved, uh, but um, it, it comes down to first of all uh, what, um, what what how the front office with David Griffin and Trajan Langdon and what they have been able to do uh, in in putting this team together. And look, there was a time there we know this, okay? And I don't shy away from anything that I said on this program. As I've said before, uh, I, I have a record. Uh, it's there. It's there for anybody to go and find. And I was a, I was a huge proponent of David Griffith being being um, hired, thought he was going to be a guy that could turn this thing around and turn it into a championship team. But he stumbled out the gate. I mean, he just did. Uh, the best thing he did, obviously, was the Anthony Davis trade. But after that, bad trades that he was ultimately able to be savvy enough to be able to make up make up for. Um, uh, getting rid of again not just uh, Anthony Davis but Drew Holiday, uh, and those those trades are paying dividends, huge dividends for the resurrection of this franchise. So we give a lot of credit, again, to David Griffin and to Trajan Langdon for what they've been able to do. Uh, and, again, scoping out talent, making the deals that have to be made to be able to put this uh, franchise on a path to a championship. Uh, and there was a ch- There was a while there, again, where, again, we were talking about pressure washing the organization, but we were talking about doing the Saints, right? Where again, David Griffin again have to again make a mistake. After mistake, uh, quickly turned it around with his back against the wall. Well, the first one of the first things he did was in in, in changing this was um, firing uh, Stan Van Gundy, uh, and realizing that was a mistake. Uh, you know, taking those number one picks that he had, and and in a lot of cases, especially the lottery picks uh, or the first round picks, um, you know, putting uh, uh, putting some. Um, uh, putting some connotations on there, where again, if uh, you know, uh, you would only be able to get the pick if it was it was if it felt within a certain parameter uh, within within the draft. And I mean, it worked out. He so I mean, again, he literally again traded one pick three times. Okay, and again, only only one of those teams got that pick, and the other two had to take second round picks, which which the Pels had a plethora of. So I give him a tremendous amount of credit on again again how he has put this thing together and especially with his back against the wall, which is squarely not against the wall anymore because, again, if things keep going the way it is, he's going to be an NBA executive of the year uh, because, again, the way this is turned around. Um, it's the depth of the roster. I mean, that's the reason why they are where they are. Look, I've been talking about it since the, the season opener versus the Nets. Okay, This bench is the deepest in the NBA. I think it became very, very clear in that first week how deep this bench was. And I think there's little doubt based on, again, the bench now having to move into the starting lineup in a lot of cases because of injury. Uh, This is one of the most talented and deepest teams in the NBA. And this is why, again, when when they get healthy, and I've talked about this on the program previously, uh, Willie Green has a good problem on his hands. Uh, He has to find minutes for a deep team. The answer is, again, matchups and limiting starter minutes so that you've got, again, guys that are fresh for the playoffs. Look, we've seen Zion missed almost a quarter of the season. Uh, you know, B.I. is about really now getting, getting creeping into a, po- a point where he's past the quarter of the season in terms of games he's missed. Uh, Herb Jones has missed the last five games of the season. You don't need to have the wear and tear on your starters when you're a deep team like this, when you can mix and match players on the court and limit minutes. And that will go a long way in making sure that, again, guys are healthy and, and, again, ready to go and not burned out by, again, or, or you know, by, by, by the time you get to the playoffs. Uh, it is a it is unique. <laughs> it's unique to be able to have these interchangeable pieces on an NBA roster. I mean, some, you know, you have different teams that, again, do different things, obviously, with their rotations, but it seems like the Pels, again, can mix and match as they as they see fit uh, without a lot of drop off. So, again... One thing that has shown up in in the first quarter of the season is uh, is, uh, that this team as a whole was put the work in the offseason. It was more than just lip service, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on in the program. We heard that the players were working out uh, at the PELS facilities, working out together at different times uh, times and different places around the country. Uh, You see the improvement. You see the improvement with this roster. You see again the games of Trey Murphy, Jose Alvarado, Herb Jones, just to name a, a few, just a couple, okay? Again, how they have changed. Zion again has also answered question about his game, and I'll get into that a little bit later on the program, in a little bit more in depth. You know, the questions that I asked for the last three years have been answered. You know, again, first of all, defense. He's been become a much more, much um, uh, better defender. He's, he's a willing defender. He again he's. Uh, not only playing a much better straight up defense, but again he's playing off the ball, uh, and that, that, that again that is that is something I always thought he would excel at off the ball defense. But it's one of his vast one of the facets of his game that I think has shown vast improvement. Um, you know his defense, and it's and you know, defense we've talked about it before. It's about energy and effort, right? It's about want to, and and it can be contagious, and and we see that with his team. You know the passing is contagious. The defense is contagious. You know hitting the boards. I mean, again, this, you know, um, you know, you, you look at at, at at all of that, and it tells you a lot about where about where this team is. You know, but uh, right now, you know, when you look at, um, at at Zion and 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 how he's played, um, and, and look doing this without Brandon Ingram on 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 the on the court, um. You're seeing a different Zion. You've seen this more than I have to say, you've seen the Zion that I thought we, we would see coming out of Duke, right? Um, Point Zion, which again, I had my doubts about, has worked. Why? Unselfishness, which is a mantra of this team. Um, when you look at unselfishness, it's part of the DNA of the Pels, it's the core reason why they've been successful. And if your superstar buys in, then everybody buys in. And in the case of Zion, look, he walked into a situation. Uh, where Green had already kind of set the, 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 the matcher, right? Uh, the team was unselfish, and he could have been a guy that wanted to be, again, a one-on-one type player and, and was worried about getting his. Instead, he bought in immediately. And then you look at the other facets of his game, okay, uh, that are easy to see right now. Again, the, the handle uh, of, of a guard, the vision and the IQ of, of a point guard. So when, it, when, it, when, when the double comes, he's not forcing a shot, okay? He's sharing the ball. That's uh, that is a big change, okay? Because normally it's again bowl in a china cabinet, take it to the rim. No, no. Uh, he's been sharing the basketball. He understands that again with. And you know, he said it. He goes, if two guys are on me, somebody's open, and he's getting he's getting the ball out, uh, developing a shot. Something I spoke about since he left Duke. Okay, is he going to put in the time to get better like the greats do? The great ones in this in this game, every single offseason they work on something. That, that again that they feel that they need, that again maybe that's not the best in their repertoire and he's developed his shot uh we've seen again that that evolve uh he has a mid range we saw him hit two three pointers the other night he's starting to feel more comfortable shooting outside the paint where he's been absolutely unstoppable and because he's been unstoppable inside he's finally starting to get some calls finally starting to get some calls i mean you could see the time that that again he's also put in to be a consistent more free throw shooter Teams can no longer play Hacker Zion. Uh, now they have to pay the price for following the big fella. And, 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 look, that is huge for this team going forward. If we didn't know it, we know it now. Basketball IQ is off the charts. Okay? I spoke about Point Zion, but it's not just when he's playing point. Okay? It's, again, he's getting better as a defender, as we talked about, understanding the game. His usage is high. His turnovers are not. Goes to show you about his maturation process. In the winning streak, he's averaged 30 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, 6% shooting. He's the Western Conference Player of the Week. Uh, And, of course, that's all in the last seven games. But, you know, it doesn't happen on his own. He's talking about Teresa Witherspoon, what she's meant to him, Fred Vincent, what what he's meant to his game. It's coaching and player development. It's off the charts for the Pelicans, okay? We've not just seen a buy-in from their players, again, okay? We're seeing a buy-in, you know, across the board. We've seen vast improvement. In their games, just talked about it before with Alvarado and 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 Jones and Murphy, just three rookies again, and how their games have 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 been moved so quickly from from their rookie year to their their second year. Um, We're we'll seeing vast improvement in their games. It's shooting, defense, understanding concepts. I mean, this staff is a teaching staff, and it's paying off with the young players on this team. Look, to be successful in the NBA, you have, you have to have a staff of coaches that are teachers. And the reason why is simple. Players that are coming into the league are coming in younger. Okay, No longer you get three or four years of college to learn and refine your game on the, on the collegiate level. I mean, most of these guys are one and done, going the, on the pro level. So, again, not only do you have to be a great head coach and be able to again, be able to deal with the personalities and splitting the minutes up and understanding, again, rotations, et cetera, but your staff has to be great teachers and great communicators. And, again, give a tip of the cap. To, uh, to Willie Green and also to uh, uh, Trajan Langdon and, and David Griffin because they have surrounded Willie Green with teachers and communicators. And you're seeing the difference. You are. And so now, now where are we? You're looking at the Pels in, in first place, best um, a start in the, in the history of the organization after 26 games. The, the Pelicans are still learning how to win, okay? We are seeing it with this early success. Uh, this season so far. Now again, they have to learn to deal with that success. See, that's the next step uh, that's necessary when, when again you are uh, no longer a secret to teams. Uh, that they're going to start now now taking them seriously. They're going to look at that that uh, uh, that that calendar and see. Okay, Pels are coming up. We got to be on. Our, we got to be have our A game. Uh, teams are going. The teams are now going to give the Pels the best effort night after night. So you know we'll see how that kind of plays out uh, going forward. Uh, big week this week. At Utah on Tuesday. At Utah on Thursdays. Finish out the series with the Suns at Phoenix on, on Saturday. Uh, I did want to say one more thing before. Because we're going to go to Jeff Duncan at 435. Um, and I'm going to talk about the, the the Sean Payton thing uh, in, in, in the second hour of the program. But um, the, the CP3 booing uh, that we're hearing right now uh, in, 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 the, in the Smoothie King Center. First, let me, let me preface this by saying you guys know I'm a big CP3 fan. Okay? Uh, you know, again... Uh, I love the kid I was I was covering the team during and by the way rest in peace Paul Silas um again well the uh, coach of the uh, former coach of the Hornets uh who um, again I had a love I had a great relationship with when I was covering the team our banter back and forth during, during the uh, press conferences uh, were gold um and um you know uh it kind of takes me back again to, to you know CP3 and his in his early years here uh in, in New Orleans um I get it. I understand why the fans, some of the fans are doing this. First of all, I will say this. I think it's the younger fans who didn't watch him play as a Hornet who are leading these boos, okay? But I get it. He's become a much more blatantly dirty player because of his age and win at all costs. Look, he was always like this. I mean, if you watched him as a Hornet, he was dirty then. Okay, he did things that get under people's skin. He did things that, again, uh, that again were kind of sly. And, and uh, that was just his, his his way. He was a win-at-all-cost type player, and he still is. The problem is now, with his age, he's getting caught. Now, look, there's no excuse for the elbow to Alvarado that started the bench-clearing situation uh, on, on Friday night. I mean, that's just a cheap shot. On top of the cheap shots that he gave him last, uh, uh, last year in the playoffs, right? Because Alvarado was giving him so many problems. But... I'm still a fan of his, okay, and I think he's going to be the first New Orleans player since Pistol Pete to be in the Hall of Fame. I think, again, eventually his jersey will be hanging from the raft of the Smoothie King Center. Uh, but, again, when, I think one thing that, that I think Paul is acutely aware of right now is that the Smoothie King Center is no longer CP3's house. You know, He used to brag about that all the time. That's my house, okay? That's my house. Not the house that CP3 built, but that's my house. Uh, this franchise is taking the next step but he's now the enemy. Uh but I was really surprised by again the booze, you know, the C P three sucked at the end uh yesterday. Uh I know it had to affect him because I know he loves New Orleans, but I get it. Okay. Uh he's the enemy now. He's being a dirty player, he's getting caught being dirty, he's elbowing one of the one of the fans' favorites. I get all that. I don't like it. I'm gonna tell you right now, just as a uh you know, as a C P three fan. I think he's lowering himself. But, again, I go back in my mind's eye, and this is the kind of, the kind of antagonistic stuff he's done his whole career. Only difference as I mentioned, he's an older player in the, in the twilight of his career, and he's getting caught. He's getting caught a lot more. And um, so, you know, we'll see how this kind of plays out, but that's the last time the CB3 will be here this season unless, again, they meet each other in the playoffs, being the Suns and the the Pels. And it could be the last time, again, that he's playing in the NBA because it's getting to the point where, again, injuries, age, et cetera, is catching up with CB3, so we'll see how that kind of plays out. I just want to mention one more thing before we go to break. Desmond Ritter will be under center uh, for the Atlanta Falcons uh, when they play the Saints on Sunday. Uh, Mariota's out with a knee injury, uh, and uh, so, again, we'll see see Desmond Ritter uh, under center uh, there. Gonna take, we're going to take a break. When I come back, Jeff Duncan's going to join us. An interesting column yesterday as he, as he spoke to someone who was very close to Sean Payton, asking them about, again, uh, to, to um, uh, rank where he would go uh, if he was to coach next season. And surprisingly, uh, the Saints were number one on his list. Very surprisingly for a couple reasons. Number one, his protege, uh, Dennis Allen, is coaching the team right now. And I'm going to get into this in the second hour about again how big these last four games are uh, for Dennis Allen. Uh, but the other part of it is again, is this going to be a sabbatical for a year, or does he truly want to go elsewhere? And most people believe again with with this condition of the Saint salary cap, uh, with again the, uh, uh, the 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 purging of the draft picks, uh, you know, trading that that number one pick, which is now a top five pick right now, uh, to Philadelphia. Uh, the lack of number one pick this year. Uh, you know, the, the problems that they have with the salary cap, uh, and that's going to be a, a, at least a two-year cycle on that cap, uh, and no NFL starting quarterback, uh, then, again, he would be looking elsewhere. And You know, Los Angeles Chargers. I've talked about the Chicago Bears. Uh, the, again, You talk about Arizona Cardinals. So those are just three that I think could be on his list, right, but it could be others. Uh, you know, every, t- every job that's going to be open, uh, they're going to want Sean Payton, and he's going to be able to name his price. Uh, the question is, and, and 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 Jeff asked the question in his in his column yesterday, uh, is Mrs. Benson uh, willing to do what it takes to be able to bring him back? Like I joked about that uh, months ago. You know, give him a piece of the team, bring him back, blah, blah, blah. That was in jest. That was tongue-in-cheek. Because I I, I, I I still don't believe he's coming back, but I definitely didn't believe he was coming back then. Uh, but, again, it was interesting that Jeff was able to contact, contact someone close to him uh, that, again, has knowledge of, again, what he's thinking and that he would like to return to the New Orleans Saints. Remember, there was one of those things that was, was talked about was uh, that, again, his wife was not happy here in New Orleans, that she that, again, that, that the crime had become an issue uh, and, uh, you know, living uptown, etc. cetera. Uh, and that was one of the reasons why they were moving on. And, of course, look, him going, into, going to Los Angeles or, or trying to be in a bigger market than, than New Orleans was also part and parcel of this, so... We'll see how that kind of plays out, uh, but um, that's an interesting uh, turn of events. Now, is it one of those leverage things where, you know, uh, you know, I mean, you know, no, no, all, all press is good press, right? And, and at least everybody's talking about Sean Payton today, you know, maybe coming back to New Orleans Saints, which nobody thought was, was possible maybe still could not be possible. We'll see how that kind of plays out. I want to remind everybody about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Even over the holidays, uh, they are there for you. If you um, have an issue with an air conditioning system, heating system, because, again, we are about to get a cold snap starting on fr- on, on Thursday and then a reinforcing cold snap uh, again, a um, uh, cold front coming again next week. So it's going to be very, very cold for Christmas. So again, you got to make sure your heater is, is working properly. Whether again, if you have that gas heater in your home, uh, make sure you have it inspected by a professional. Burkhardt can do that for you. Don't want to take a chance with fires or carbon monoxide poisoning. But whether it's again the air conditioner or heating, because in the winter time in New Orleans you're using both. Make sure both are working efficiently. If they're not, call my friends at Burkhart. They have 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Only doing the work that is necessary with Nate-certified technicians, highest certification in the industry. Truly a company you can trust. It's Burkhart. That's AC Promise. That's 8cpromise.com. We'll be right back with Jeff Duncan of Nold.com, The times begin.
2: I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros. Plus, we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's
0: entertainment. It's information. It's all that you could want. And it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life.
3: This report is sponsored by Pfizer. When temperatures drop, COVID-19 cases may rise. So if you test positive and are at high risk, act fast. Even if your symptoms feel mild, ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you. Visit treatcovid19.com, sponsored by Pfizer.
4: Look out for delay solid 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Look out for delay solid 10 westbound from Clearview to the airport. Also in the meantime, look out for delay steady on the 610 on the eastbound side from just past St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bike Expressway and the Crescent City connection, your delays are solid from Lafayette Street to the Camp Street exit. If you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway, look out for backups from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for an accident on the 310 if you're going southbound, right at the St. Rose off ramp. And also look out for accidents, Carrollton Avenue at Fig, also Chef at Majestic Oaks, also St. Claude at Independence. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center.
1: Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years.
2: Don't let this happen. Your largest investment? Call DA Exterminating now ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com.
5: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers
0: handled. Hi, this is Eric Asher. If you know you'll be needing a new air conditioning system anytime soon, then you should call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating before the end of the year. Because on January 1st, new federal rules mean all AC contractors are no longer able to install the most affordable air conditioning systems. The team at Burkhardt has these affordable systems available for install right now. There's financing available too. So save by calling Burkhardt today or learn more at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Until all sent you. This
1: winter, there are COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. If it's been at least two months since your primary series or original booster, schedule your updated COVID-19 booster dose at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech.
0: Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends with Dave Mead Insurance, full-service independent insurance agents since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, commercial policies. Serving the entire metropolitan area. That means East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and the River Parishes where they, they were born. Uh, again, 1958. Dave Mead Insurance is your one-stop, uh, shell, one-stop insurance specialist. Uh call click or come in today for a quote. 504 556 0809. That's five zero four five 556 0809. I'll go to Dave, Miette, um, uh, Dave Miette's insurance website, which is D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S Agency.com. You want to save, call Dave. You want an insurance agent that's got your back before and after the sale, uh go with the guy that I've gone that I've gone with and I'm very happy with, Dave Miet Insurance, 504 556 0809. All right, uh, let's head to the guest line, joining us on the program from the uh, New Orleans Times-Picayune, Advocate, and also com. Also, again, uh, it works with uh, Fox 8 uh, Sports as well. Uh, Jeff Duncan joins us on the program. Jeff, how are you, buddy?
6: Doing good, Eric. How you doing?
0: Doing great. Uh, again, uh, Merry Christmas to you and and your family, and again, um I wanted to bring you on today. I read your, your column yesterday. I was a little bit surprised by it. I've got to be honest with you. But I read your column yesterday, and I, you know, it's funny. I said that in jest like months ago, right? You know, Give him a piece of the team, Mrs. Benson. Bring him back. But I never thought for a second that that might be on his radar to possibly return him being, again, Sean Payton uh, to the New Orleans Saints. Uh, talk about your piece and, and again, um, uh, uh, the, the possibility of maybe this happening.
6: Well, I think it's highly unlikely that it does happen, uh, but I think the the point of of the column over the weekend was just to inform people that it's a possibility, that, that the door is not completely shut, that uh, that chapter is not completely closed, and that Sean Payton, at least talking to the people I've talked to that I trust implicitly, Say that you know he's he's at least open to the consideration if something were to happen here. And I think that's the big key here is John Payton is not saying I want to come back there and coach this team right now. He's saying, look, if things don't work out and there's an opening, sure I'll consider it. But he's also saying I think I'll consider it. And now there's gonna be a lot of suitors for his services and a lot of competition for him. So right. even if the Saints moved on I don't think it's necessarily a lock that he would he would you know come to New Orleans if if there's a bunch of other potential uh, openings around the league that are more attractive to him. So it's a lot of things that have to fall in the line for it to come to fruition.
0: Uh, I'm sure, but I mean to hear that from the source that you have that he, that the Saints would be number one on his list was, was to me was kind of shocking.
6: Yeah, I think that that was the point I, I tried to get across to people because. Uh, you know, frankly, I don't think anybody knew that or thought that. Uh, but I think part of that is informed by the fact that there's not a lot of attractive openings right now that I see happening around the league. Uh, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of people have speculated where Sean Payton might end up, and the two you constantly hear are the Chargers and Cowboys. And, frankly, I don't think either one of those is going to open up. Uh, mm-hmm. and I know you never say never, but I think both sure. those teams are going to make the playoffs. And uh, People have tried to – find a landing spot for Sean Payton. And I know one thing about him. He's not going to take a job just to take a job. He doesn't have to right. do that. He's very well, already well off. He's living in LA. He's very happy in LA. He's enjoying doing TV. Uh, he's going to take a good fit, a good opportunity, a place in a functional organization where he can be successful. So if you start looking at the landscape right now with four weeks left in the season, I don't see a lot of those opening right now that would be a good fit for Sean, just from my perspective. He may he may have a different perspective on that, but mm-hmm. uh, as far as New Orleans, I think that New Orleans makes a lot of sense in that he knows the, the front office here. He knows the ownership. He knows it's a very functional organization, and he knows the roster and probably what needs to be done to get this thing back on track, and I think that, in some ways, could grease the skids on something like that where mm-hmm. in, in, he goes to another team. I mean, it's complete unknown in every way. Now, there might be an appeal to that, uh, that challenge, but I also think it could be you know, fraught with pitfalls.
0: You know, you said something on Fox8 the other day that that that, that I um, uh, that, that, that struck me as saying, "Wait a minute, yes, okay." Now I've talked about uh, again this team missing his intensity and again his uh, the, the, the way that he is motivated in the past, whether he's motivated by fear, whether the gimmicks he's motivated. But you mentioned crisis manager. And, and, and you know, again, it, it it it's true. I mean, he's been a great crisis manager throughout his time here in New Orleans, and maybe that is one of the shortfalls of Dennis Allen. Uh, expound on that, if you would.
6: Well, look, I think, in fairness to Dennis, I don't think there's too
0: many coaches
6: in the NFL that are as good of crisis managers as Sean Payton. I think it's one of his great strengths, and he's had to endure a lot of those during his, his previous tenure here. So uh, I don't think that's what's Dennis Allen signed up for here, but I think we've got a whole uh, different job requirement than it was uh, you know, eight, nine months ago when he took the job. And so I, I think the thing that I've noticed about Sean Payton that I have such great respect for is it goes so far beyond just his brilliant X and O's acumen, his ability to lead an organization, to have a big-picture vision for an organization, to... That we talked about crisis management to deal with, you know, hurricanes and and you know, uprooting the organization and not using any of those uh, any of those adversity as an excuse. Uh, he just refuses to let his players and coaches play the victim card. and I think that's something mm-hmm. that everyone in Louisiana should learn more of. And then along those same lines, I think he's a brilliant psychologist. Uh, you know, his ability to relate and get the most out of what some people would call difficult players like Jeremy Shockey or Michael Thomas, kind of complicated players. I think that's an underrated strength of his as well, and I'm not sure that that is something that mm-hmm. Dennis Allen has excelled in, nor do I think very many coaches in the league are as good as Sean Payton at that.
0: Just again, this is conjecture. What do you think it would take to bring him back? Is it a a piece of the team? Uh, He was already one of the highest-paid coaches in the NFL. I'm sure wherever he goes, he's going to be the highest-paid coach in the NFL. Uh, What do you think it would take uh, to bring him back to New Orleans? Well, I don't think it's about
6: money. I mean, look, money is always going to be a factor. He's not going to come back here for peanuts. But, you know, he was on Tom Brady's podcast last week, and he he said as much. He said it's not about the money. It's not about the – the glory or the trophies—it's about you know the people you work with—and I think he's being sincere about that. Uh, I think he's learned that you know not to take that stuff for granted in his years out of the league. So I, I think that's another factor that makes New Orleans attractive if it were to come to that. But again, I don't—I don't think it's going to come. to I really believe Dennis Allen will be this, the coach here next year. Uh, I know how Mickey Loomis and Gail Benson operate. Uh, their track record is. The support they value continuity and stability uh, but I do think the path that they're traveling is going to be a much more difficult one and I think the fan base how they have reacted this year and, and you know all everyone here in New Orleans has kind of been spoiled by the success of the Peyton Breeze mm-hmm. era I don't think it's getting better I think it's only going to get worse because this roster is aging we know the salary cap challenges and, uh, you know, the lack of a first-round pick next year, even if one does materialize in a, in a Peyton trade, uh, that's a roll of the dice, Eric. Look at the history of the draft. Yes. Trying to find a quarterback, to me, is the biggest question this team has going forward. And I think no with Sean Payton, you have a much greater chance of luring a top quarterback here. I don't know any top quarterback that is going to come to New Orleans right now, this current iteration of this yeah. team.
0: I'm with you. Um I'm sure Sean Payton would not like to push his protege out the door. Okay, again, but at the same time, um, it, it, again, I think it's a hard sell to the fans of this of this city, who again, as you mentioned, have been spoiled by again winning. Uh, this is not the same fan base that again I grew up with, where again they went no matter what, they put the bags on their heads, they complained, uh, they caught on talk radio, whatever it was, but again, they were there. Um, how do how does this team sell the Saints next year? if ultimately Dennis Allen falters the last four games, doesn't get any better, and they bring him back?
6: Well, I think they they have to have some changes, uh, one, to the coaching staff, two, to the roster, and they have to sell. I think most of those would come on the offensive side of the ball. Because I think everybody's seen the defense the last few weeks has kind of played the way we thought they should play. I think they played at a high level against two good teams, in the 49ers and Bucks. We've seen them kind of emerge and you get some young talented players they give you hope on that side of the ball but offensively i think they'd have to sell a fresh start on that side of the ball maybe maybe even make some coaches like a pete carmichael is a sacrificial lamb unfortunately but i think that's the only way they can sell it is to change the approach and maybe to change the quarterback whoever they bring in to try and sell this to the fan base going forward
0: knowing the relationship between Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton, and you would know it well. I mean, you've written books. You've been on, on in that inner circle. Do you think there's a phone call being made to Sean Payton about, again, possibly coming back to New Orleans?
6: No. I don't think they would ever do that with Dennis Allen still coaching the team. I think it would have to be mutually exclusive moves. One, to decide to move on from Dennis Allen. Two, turn your attention to who could replace him. And I think the first call would be to Sean Payton. And that, that's how I think that would go. And that's why I don't think it's going to come to that. I, I really think that they're, they're too loyal out there to Dennis. Mm-hmm. I mean, they want him yes. to succeed. It hasn't worked out. There's been a lot of reasons for that. But I think clearly uh, Dennis Allen has to take some of the responsibility for how this team's played, in particular the, the lack of attention to detail, the, the, the penalties, the turnovers, and I think, frankly, in my opinion, this is strictly my opinion, but sure. I think the way the players have responded in these last few weeks has not been the way I would like to see it now. I think they played, they were all in on that Bucks game, right. but I've also seen a lot of bad body language, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of players milking injuries for longer than probably a lot of people expected. Those are right. all negative signs, in my opinion, for the direction of the team under, under Dennis Allen.
0: Now, one more question about it, but I want to move on to the Pels. Look, when he left, there were rumblings that his wife was not happy in New Orleans. They were worried about the crime, living uptown, uh, and again that 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 they're they're much happier in Los Angeles. How do you think that plays out?
6: Yeah, I don't think that's a factor at all. I think that's been a little overstated. I, I don't think I don't I don't I'm not discounting that that mm-hmm. that was something that was you know a, a factor in the equation, but I think it was a very low on the on the scale of. Of of making a move, so it's about football. Yeah, I mean, Sean Payton is is going to make this decision in conjunction with his wife, but she's not going to change his mind if he really wants Mm -hmm. to go somewhere. Whether that's Carolina Panthers, Denver Broncos, Mm -hmm. the New Orleans Saints. I mean, if Sean Payton wants to go, uh, I I think Skyline will support him and, and follow him.
0: It would be an incredible story if ultimately, again, uh, this team continues to, to play as they've had through the season. And, they, they again, they don't turn it around over the last four games and save David Dennis Allen's job to be, again, a quote-unquote sabbatical and him to come riding in on the white horse to save the day. It would be a story for the ages, like almost a storybook-type situation.
6: Well, I can tell you my email inbox was filled with people saying the same thing yeah. over the weekend and uh, certainly – Uh, I think more people were, were, I don't want to even get my hopes up thinking about it. You know, Mm -hmm. they don't want to be jilted. And and, and i tried to make it as clear as I could that this was a long shot and Mm -hmm. most likely it's not going to happen. I just wanted people to know there is a possibility it could happen. And it's by multiple people, not just one source, multiple people close to him saying that that he's open to at least considering that. And I don't think people knew that before Sunday.
0: No, I don't, I, I don't think anybody did. No doubt. Uh, and, and great job uncovering that. How about them Pels?
6: Yeah. What a weekend, right? I mean, incredible performance. Yeah. I think what we're seeing is a young team blossoming and emerging before our eyes. And, and yes. in particular, I think we're seeing Zion Williamson take control of this team and making it his team. And, and that's what needed to happen. I mean, early this season, there was a lot of moving parts, a lot of players trying to identify roles and, and, and figure out their place in the rotation. And they were kind of just uh, swimming in quicksand there for the first few weeks of the season. Now I think it's pretty well established uh, where the roles are, how the rotation's set. I mean, obviously they're going to have to change when when they get Herb Jones back and, and Brandon Ingram. But I think the most important thing is Zion Williamson decided to be the alpha that he needed to be to take this team to the elite level.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, but, again, you look at the maturation process of so many of their young players, the big leap that they've taken from last year to this year. And, of course, I talked about it in the first part of the program today. You know, again, this coaching staff has great teachers on it uh, and communicators, and you see that, and then you see the hard work they put in the off season, and that coming to fruition early in the season.
6: Yeah, and I think, you know, there's, we've talked about it before. There's quality depth here. I mean, they can they can now afford for a Brandon Ingram to miss was seven games now, and, yeah, and afford seven. for Herb Jones to miss a few games, and they mm-hmm. they don't miss a beat. They're beating some of the best teams in the league without those guys. That's what quality depth does for your lineup over an 82 game season. Everybody's obviously not going to be healthy, and uh, that's the biggest difference in this team. And then the other thing that I think is important, Eric, is uh, and, and someone with the organization told me this, and I couldn't agree more. But, you know, the role players on this team know their role players. They know who they are. They're not yes. trying to be somebody they're not. And that's unique. That's hard to find
2: yes. in, in
6: today's basketball culture. You know, Herb Jones knows exactly who he is. And Jose Alvarado knows exactly who he is. He's not trying to play for a bigger contract down the road. Of course, he wants more money down the road and security for his family. I get that. But he's not trying to become... Zion Williamson on this team. And that's important Mm -hmm. for everybody to understand their role in the grand scheme of things.
0: hundred percent agree. And hopefully again, uh, this will continue. It certainly seems it will. Uh, This team looks like it's got great depth. Uh, Again, there's a buy-in. They like each other's camaraderie and everything that you really need to have a championship type team. Um, Jeff, it's it's the holiday season, and I want to give you a chance. You got a few books out there on uh, on on the shelves right now, where folks can um, use those as stocking stuffers or gifts. Tell us about them and how folks can get them.
6: Well, you know, look, I appreciate that. I mean, obviously, the Peyton Breeze book is the most recent one, and if you're wanting to reminisce about the good old days when they were uh, so prolific offensively, I think I think the the book will educate you on how offensive football works. Yep. I know I've had a lot of conversations on social media lately with fans frustrated by how things are going, trying to tell them how offensive football works, at least in the Peyton scheme, and that book will certainly, I think, educate them on on how that scheme works and operates, and uh, so that book's available, and it's hard to find, frankly, mm-hmm. right now in, in hardcover. You have to get that on Amazon uh, and special order it because they're they're sold out. And then the other book that I, I, I highly recommend is the first one I did. Yes, uh, you know, Tales from the St. Sidelines. If you're looking mm-hmm. for like a historical uh, kind of journey through the early roots of the organization, how it formed, and, and some of the great anecdotes and stories from those raucous years in the the pre Tom Benson era, uh, there's that book. I think
0: it continues
6: to sell very well over the years. Cause yeah. It's a great Christmas gift. It's evergreen. The stories yes, don't it go is. away. And, that's a good That's a good
0: read as well. Both are outstanding, and you got one more, one more coming for us. We'll talk about that when you come back on the next time. But as always, we very much appreciate your time. Great column, great talk, great talker as well for all of us on, on Talk Radio, and very much appreciate your time today. Sure.
6: Anytime, Eric. Thanks for having me on, buddy.
0: You got it, bud. Thanks. At Jeff underscore Duncan on Twitter. Make sure you give him a follow. Jeff Duncan of, again, Fox 8 and also NOLA.com. All right. Don't forget about my friends over at, uh, uh, at uh, Burkhart Air Conditioning Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, you need help, new system for your home or business, or an existing system that needs repairs, call Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Hendrix Deptunia Gin, out there only for a short time. March of 2023, it's gone. Get it now. Make it a stocking stuffer. Make it a holiday gift. Again, that's Hendrix Deptunia Gin. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Gasher here with my good friend Mike DeLaHusse of the TikTok Tock Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They me? cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, drive-out, right, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway rate I-10 in Metairie.
3: business owners, let's be honest, we all have competition. Running Boards Marketing can help you stand out with our giant LED mobile billboard trucks, where we drive eye-catching ads that are impossible to miss. Digital mobile billboard ads are two times more effective than traditional billboards and offer a 97% recall rate. Visit us online at runningboardsmarketing.com and click on Learn More to grab your one-time promotional offer today. That's runningboardsmarketing.com. We'll drive your message to where the people are.
0: This is Josh Danzig with Where you At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. This Saturday, get on your best holiday-themed costume and head to Manning's and the Metro for the return of The Running of the Santas with live music and more. Then don't let the weekend end on Sunday Join us on Monday, December 12th at the Chop Yard at 6 p.m. for the finals party of the Absolute Bloody Mary Mix-Off with complimentary drink samples, food, and more. For more ideas on what to do this holiday season, pick up Weryat's new Winter Restaurant Guide at restaurants, bars, and grocery stores all over town, or read it now at Weryat.com.
3: Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital.
0: Today's program brought to you by Hendrix Deptunia Gin. Again, on the shelves only till March of 2023. It's an excellent gin for you, uh, part of the Hendrix portfolio, but it's only around to March of 2023. You got somebody in your, in your, uh, in your family, again, friends that, again, uh, love a great spirit or are a collector of, of fine spirits. Make sure you, again, give them Hendrix Deptunia Gin. Uh, for this holiday season. All right, Eric Cash, we're with you until 6. Thanks to Jeff Duncan for joining us on the program. We'll be right back. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard
1: Eric Asher, and Inside New Orleans.
3: I'm not afraid of
0: Inside New Orleans, I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH, Icon on your radio dial with you each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there, listening to us on the airwaves at 106.1 FM, maybe our digital platforms, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, free download, smartphone or tablet, NASHFM1061.com, I know I butchered it in the first hour, Uh, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web, and of course, uh, our podcast is everywhere. Anchors, our home base. All you got to do is uh, uh, search "Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher." You'll find our uh, podcast at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show, and Instagram uh, Or our uh, social media platforms. Join the conversation there. Mike D'Amour joins me on the award winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. We will tape a little bit early this week, um, so again, there will not be a live broadcast on Thursday, but it will be uh, available Thursday at one o'clock. Uh, and then also at 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV. I'm sure they'll be streaming it also on WLAE-TV's YouTube page at 1 p.m. on Thursday. 10 p.m. on the Deuce, that's WLAE-TV 2, and then Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the news, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Set your DVR for your preferred time. Make sure you check out the award-winning inside New Orleans sports every week. This week, Mike Dettulia of WWL Radio is our guest. Henrik Septuña Gin is our title sponsor today. Uh, and uh, why not? I mean, just a fantastic spirit for, for you, uh, first of all. Um, you know, again, I've been so fortunate to be, in, again, involved with our friends o- over at, uh, at William Grant. And this is part of their, their portfolio. And, you know, uh, Leslie Gracie is the um, um, is the master distiller for um, Hendrix Gin. And as I mentioned before, she's a scientist by trade. Uh, so, again, what happens is they call it the cabin of cu- curiosities over at uh, Hendrix. Uh, she goes into the lab. I mean, literally goes into the lab, right? And, and again, uh, and whips up... You know different um, uh, uh, types of spirits uh, in this case um, she was uh, she utilized a lot of the um, um, a lot of the uh, spirits uh, for her spirits she, she utilized um, some of the uh, herbs uh, and of course um, a lot of the um, locally sourced Scottish Seaside Botanicals uh, coastal herbs to be able to make this version of Hendricks Neptunia Gin, much like Midsummer Solstice, much like Lunar, uh, become a highest, the highest, the highest-selling limited edition spirit in the super premium gin category, uh, and it's just a different flavor profile. Hendricks has a different flavor profile altogether. And I'll tell you about that before. I, I think I mentioned to you about the restaurant tour, who who was a neighbor of mine, who again, um, um, you know, drank Hendricks Gin, or had never drank really gin uh, in his life, wasn't a preferred spirit, uh, was at the restaurant, tasted it, and became his go-to spirit. Okay. Uh, you'll love it. Again, if you're a gin drinker, it's a little bit different. If you're not, and again, maybe you said, oh, man, I just can't drink gin, try it. And, of course, Hendrick's Neptunia is fantastic. It's got notes of coastal freshness, balanced with notes of citrus. Juniper is, again, uh, a... a, um, a, a, a part of any type of, of gin, it's, it's going to be an ingredient. Uh, so alluring, alluring, alluring juniper character, lengthened, lengthened by deep earthly notes of locally sourced, Scott, Scottish seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, it, it gives you an unmistakable crisp citrus finish. And I uh, can now be found at your favorite spirit store until March of 2023. That's why I'm telling you, if you're looking for something, you know, that's unique, uh, for again, um, a stocking stuff or a gift for someone who, again, loves a really good spirit or is a, collector's, uh, a collector of great spirits, uh, Henrik's Neptunia Gin is the spirit for you to be able to give this holiday season. It's Henrik's Neptunia Gin. Again, only in stores until March of 2023. Get out there and enjoy it. Uh, and it is a fantastic spirit. It really is. Demand it at your favorite restaurant because, again, if you're going to a, a restaurant, it's plus you frequent, a place you frequent all, all uh, um. That you frequent, uh, then maybe again make sure that they have that on st- in stock for you as well. But it's always good to have that behind your bar, uh, and it's a nice presentation as well. All right, we talked a lot about the pels in the first hour. Uh, again, you can go to the podcast and check that out. Uh, Saints Falcon Week is here, and look, I got to tell you right now, I don't know about you guys, uh, ladies and gentlemen, but I, I didn't miss the Saints yesterday. Okay, I mean, look, there's only I've always said this. Look, there's only 16 shots, right? Um, you know, there's 17 weeks now, there's 16 shots. And, you know, uh, we live in New Orleans, we live and die. We breathe Saints football. And I got to tell you, I didn't miss it. I did not miss, again, having to go through the agony of watching, again, mistake after mistake, you know, taking you to the, to, to the brink of victory. And, again, of course, losing games. I mean, again, it reminded me a lot of, again, this team, of, of again, what I saw when I was growing up. All right? Uh, I did miss it. Uh, I didn't. And, and look, it's Saints-Falcons week. It's hate week. Um, but the reality is again how bad this season has been on the Dennis Allen. You know that optimism that we had in the opener. One of the things I talked about when I thought about it over the weekend, as I was watching Pelicans basketball, um, was again that the optimism that that we had that turned in that we thought was um, a possible NFC championship berth, um, maybe again definitely winning the division. Um, I mean, those are things that I talked about. I really believe that this team had the opportunity to do it on paper. But um, the reality is that continuity has been a failure, an absolute failure. It also signals, again, the beginning uh, of a a rebuild for this team, okay? Um, Handcuffed by the cap, bad personnel decisions, and no doubt about that. Uh, The last four games in every NFL city would be do or die for that front office and the coaching staff, wouldn't it? I mean, think about it. You look at the record now. You look at what, what the expectations were, and, and then you're looking again at, at, at the last four games of the season um, and in every other NFL city. It, it, again, you'd be talking about the, the coach and the general manager walking the plank. Not doing it here. Uh, in, in, in this case, um, despite inheriting a, a roster that's filled with some, some very good to some great players, okay, because they – let's face it um, – Dennis Allen and Mickey Loomis are going to get a pass. Now, wouldn't it be something if Mickey Loomis could pull a rabbit out of his hat and and bring back a Sean Payton, as as we discussed with Jeff Duncan in the first hour? Um, But it'll be interesting to see, again, how this kind of plays out. I'm going to get into Sean Payton in a moment. But Atlanta's in a good position right now. They could catapult themselves into a division championship and maybe a playoff appearance by beating the Saints uh, this weekend. And, of course, this is a team that, again, you know, I said garbage. They are garbage, but so are the Saints right now. And so is Tampa, and so is, is Carolina. It is a garbage division. I mean, a garbage division. And, you know, the Saints, if you want to, let, let's just call it like it is. And, and we will talking about week one. You know, that's what great teams do, right? They, they, they snatch victory from defeat. Well, we, we know the difference now. This is not a great team this year. And this is a team that Atlanta should have beaten week one, but they didn't do it. Uh, again, they'll be starting Desmond Ritter under center. Uh, because of uh, Mariota out for the um, season with a knee injury, and look, the Bucks continue to prove, as I said in the off-season, they are mirror images of the Saints. Okay, they did the same exact thing as the Saints. They elevated defensive coordinators uh, again. They, they, they took to their to their head coach. Uh, they went, went with co-defensive coordinators. Uh, they, they you know they, I mean, every, pretty much everything the Saints did in the offseason, they did, and it's a failure there as well. It's a failure there as well. Saints should have beat them two weeks ago. Uh, they got beat yesterday, um, you know. Again, they they they're a failure as much as the Saints are. Uh, so again, this division wide open, and I could see Atlanta winning it all in terms of the division. Amazing. Uh, Saints fined were fined five hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars. Jordan was fined fifty thousand dollars. Ryan Nielsen and Dennis Allen a hundred thousand each, and the franchise three hundred fifty thousand for again the alleged alleged allegations of. Jordan faking an injury versus the Bucks on Monday Night Football. Now, let me say this: I remember the play, and I thought to myself, "He's taking a knee there, and and, and you know, it looks like he was, you know, kind of faking an injury to to, to stop the time." Now, uh, Jordan uh, and the Saints deny the allegations. Uh, Jordan again has a mi- a midfoot sprain of his foot. He had, to, he had to go into the blue tent, according to the Saints, get that retaped, and then return to action. He's had treatment on the foot, again, during the bye week. And Jordan claims that, his, again, his integrity has been questioned uh, by, by the NFL. Uh, we'll see how that kind of plays out going forward. But uh, when I first saw it, I thought the same thing the NFL did. Uh, he's taken a, a knee because his defense needs a blow, uh, and, and it was a fake injury. We've seen these before. But obviously, again, he was hurt uh, because I believe Cam Jordan. Okay, I just I, I believe him again. You know, there's no reason for him to lie at that point. Uh, you know, the 50K is not going to kill him, uh, but again, be, again, he's talking about about his, his integrity being tarnished now. So you know, again, that that again, that he feels uh, that he's being slighted by the NFL. <laughs> Welcome to the world of the New Orleans Saints and the NFL under Roger Goodell. Uh, as far as Jeff Duncan's column yesterday calling for Peyton, look again, I said this before. I joked about the reunion. It feels like months ago. You know, saying Miss B. Mrs. B, give him a piece of the team. Bring him back. I was so desperate to bring him back because of how bad this thing was going. But the reality is, again, um, he, he he knew this was coming. Okay? We talked about this on this program. I mean, he saw the handwriting on the wall. Okay? If not this season, uh, well, you know, the, 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 that we would have saw the, the bottom drop out, then it would be next season. So he got out with his, got his record intact, his Super Bowl win intact. And he jumped into TV, where, again, he could catapult himself into any other position uh, in the NFL. Again, the coaching position of his choice. He's the hottest coaches on the market. There's no doubt. Hottest coach on the market. I don't care who's out there. Sean Payton's number one. Number one. Okay? Um, and, And, look, we've seen this over and over again by guys jumping into TV. A lot of Hall of Famers were made by television. I'm not saying they didn't have great careers. I'm saying, again, that by being on television in front of you every every week on whatever show it is, again, a lot of guys have found themselves in the Hall of Fame, okay? A lot of guys have gotten jobs, again, general manager jobs and coaching jobs because, again, they, they were on the dais uh, on, on a TV show, right? Behind the dais on a TV show, uh, pontificating on what they would do. So TV is a perfect, again, conduit uh, to getting back to, again, a coaching job. Uh, and he should be the hottest, hottest coach on the market. Up until yesterday, I felt the Saints' only hope uh, was that, again, they could end up in the AFC. Um, and that, that maybe Loomis would be skilled enough to get a boatload of compensation for Peyton's rights. Um, as much as I would love to see it uh, at the end of this season, you know, Peyton riding in on a white horse to save the day, uh, that, again, uh, that, um, uh, but. Kind of changed a little bit when I read Jeff's Jeff's column. I mean, I look, I get it. His people are, again are are putting this out there. Is this, is this a a situation where, um, you know, they're putting this rumor out there? Uh, the Saints are number one on Peyton's list. Uh, you know, because again, they're trying to to to, to uh maybe get 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 the uh get get the talking point, get the, you know, people talking about Peyton again. You know, not that they haven't stopped talking about him, but again, now this possibility. um, This could be, again, an unpaid sabbatical. I mean, it would be a wonderful storybook ending, wouldn't it be? But, I mean, there's no NFL starting quarterback here. The number one pick is is in um, Philadelphia. Uh, This is a cap-strap team for at least the next two seasons. Only thing that can be hoped for is this. The, the, The gambling money starts to come in. And I'm not sure what year that's going to be, but some are saying that could be next year. That could be the year after. Uh, to go to coincide with the new TV deal. The new TV deal alone will not do it. I told you guys again. The NFL's uh, uh, again has has kicked the uh, the the, um, uh, the COVID losses in, into the next TV deal. So then it doesn't really affect uh, the salary caps as much, but it affects a salary cap like the Saints because you know uh, they they are so cap strapped because of all the restructuring of contracts. So maybe the the gambling money expands the the the, the, uh, uh, the cap enough that they can absorb some of the losses. Uh, of players they trade away or, again, uh, some of the cap uh, hits that they're going to have to take. Uh, But uh, this offseason, when you talk about draft pick poor, when you talk about cap strapped, when you talk about no number one pick, when you talk about, again, no NFL starting quarterback, this will be the all-time sell job uh, for Loomis, Lauscher, and Mrs. Benson. There's no other way around it. To me, the more likely scenario is he's going to land up in Los Angeles with the Chargers. Okay, I just again with, with um, um, Herbert there as a quarterback, Joe Lombardi already has his offensive system there, and if you're a owner and you're not, and your coach is teetering at 500, and you had a chance at Sean Payton in Los Angeles and a chance to overtake the Rams, uh, you'd be foolish as an owner not to offer Sean Payton whatever he wanted uh, to be able to take over um phoenix is a possibility i'm thinking mean, the a dog this is chicago he's from naperville illinois uh again he, he grew up a bears fan uh the fields is already there as a quarterback uh i think that's that is a possibility as well uh if there's if there's an opening there well, look I mean, wherever there's going to be an opening okay again he's going to be the number one guy on the list um but I'm not sure if he's going to be back in New Orleans. Okay, uh, I mean he'll be handicapped here for the next two seasons, and uh, that that means a lot. I mean, again, I, again, I'm, you cannot convince me that he's not worried about his record, that he's not worried about again the the the, the one Super Bowl win that he has, uh, and also uh, about again getting into the Hall of Fame. Uh, his record, if again after last year's nine and 8th season. If they struggle for the next two years, that record again is, is going to going to be going to be tainted some. Okay? Unless again he does the uh the great thing of again turning the season, turning the uh the team around. Look, I talked about it the other day. Um Mike Tomlin has not defected from from the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they both came in about the same time. Uh and he's had to go through rebuilding processes. He's lost his again franchise quarterback. Uh and again, he's you know, he's just pushing through it. Uh, something I think a lot of us hoped that Peyton would have done. I, I think everybody was shocked when he walked away. I mean, I know I was. Um, uh, I, I don't think that he would push his, again, protege out, but, I mean, look, uh, I mean, the handwriting's on the wall here for, for, for Dennis Allen, right? I mean, it should be. I mean, like I said, every every other NFL city, if you're in the in the situation the Saints are in right now with winning only four games this season on a season where again that they were expected to at least challenge for the division and maybe and, and be a playoff team and and you you'd never have been able to and I, I know some people are saying that hasn't lost a locker room well the locker room hasn't really played for him either okay but again the, the all the issues we've seen um you know the attention to detail and I mentioned this on 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 the on the TV show the other day that you know, maybe this is a byproduct of the, uh, the fact that the veterans now were being asked by Dennis Allen to be the, um, the leaders on the team, the, the captains on the team to, uh, in a lot of cases, be the police of, of, of the team, right? Um, and that it was a lot of pressure on these guys. Okay, I'm not saying they didn't have pressure on them when Peyton was here obviously they did uh, there was a lot of pressure on everybody not to be able to make mistakes I and mean, we saw it over and over again right the wrath of Um uh, nobody wanted to come to the sidelines uh, but I mean again when you start looking at um, you start looking at this team uh, it you know was there a lot of pressure now on the stars and 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 the captains to try to keep things together without a Sean Payton kind of hanging over them like like an albatross, right? You know, if you do something wrong, uh, you're going to you're gonna have to go to the, the principal's office. Now the substitute teacher's in charge and asking again, uh, you know, the, uh, the captains to kind of take over. And, and I think it put a lot of pressure on them. I mean, you look at all the mistakes that have been made. You know, a lot of those mistakes were made by, again, some of the top players on this team, the leaders on this team, which, which was, I mean, it really goes against everything we've seen throughout their careers, and, you know, that's maybe one of the reasons why this is backfiring. There's just a lot of pressure on these guys uh, to, to, to be uh, not only, again, perform their duties on the, on the field, but also to, to, to keep the locker room intact and, and, and to be leaders and police the locker room. And, look, it is what it is. Um, this is a bad football team right now with, with good players on it. And I think you still look at that roster. You just look at the roster. If you didn't know, again, they'd only won four games this year. You still say to yourself, how is that possible? Now, good, injuries have been a have been an issue. But injuries are part of the problem across the NFL. We know that. So we'll see how this plays out. Do I think it's going to happen? No, I don't. If you're asking me if I'd like it to happen, uh, I would say yes. Yes, I would like to have him back. Okay? Um, I just think that, again, um, he, maybe he would be more motivated coming in a second time. Um, for him, it would be the challenge, again, of um, – of uh, coming in and, and, and turning this around after, again, the bottom fell out. Uh, and, look, he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. He is a, uh offensive genius. We've seen that now. All this talk about, you know, that Carmichael was part of this. No, no, this was Sean Payton. We've seen it. Uh, the, the, the big drawback is he never, again, cultivated a quarterback. Now, you could say, well, Drew Brees came in. Yeah, was, I'm, I'm not going to say Drew Brees didn't get better under him. But Drew, but again, uh, he had a pretty good quarterback to start off with, and and the, and the football IQ of, of of a of a Drew Brees, and those guys worked in concert uh, to build the greatest offense maybe in the history of the NFL when it was at its apex. But we'll see again how this kind of plays out. Um, I thought Jeff's column was interesting yesterday. The fact today that he said it was more than one individual that said the Saints would be number one on the list. And look, I don't think he again, I don't think he pushes protege out, but I'm sure that uh, again that. Um, if he's truly if he truly feels that way about the New Orleans uh, Saints and the city about maybe again maybe giving it a second shot if I'm Loomis if I'm Lausha if I'm Mrs. Benson uh, I'm doing whatever it takes to get it back and I know there's a relationship with Dennis Allen but I'm telling you right now this is going to be a tough sell for this organization something they have not had to deal with since 2000 okay and this is eerily similar to Haslett and Loomis In those years, before, again, Sean Payton was discovered after Katrina and turned this thing around. And, uh, again, bringing a a guy back like Sean Payton, or, again, finding the next Sean Payton, which is what well, again, because Dennis Allen's not the next Sean Payton. I think that's job one uh, for this front office. Uh, And we'll see, again, how it plays out. Because the, the alternative is Sean Payton goes somewhere else, and anybody that's worth their salt in this organization will be purged, and they will be running like rats from the ship to Sean Payton's ship because this is a sinking ship. So we'll see how it kind of plays out. Do I think it's going to happen? No. Would I like it to happen? Yes. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm Mickey Loomis, I'm already on the phone with Sean Payton after that column and, 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 and at least testing the waters here, finding out what it would take. And that's no disrespect to Dennis Allen who has the job, but he's a dead coach walking. In every other NFL city, he's a dead coach walking. And I said this before, you can't let personal relationships and the way, again, somebody grew up in the organization taint, again, what's in front of you. you got to look at it just like you looked at it with, with basketball with Stan Van Gundy. You saw what you did with Van Gundy. You were able, again, to, to right or wrong, to not, 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 not to double down on a mistake, and you got rid of him and you ended up with the next Sean Payton and Willie Green on the basketball side. So whether it's Payton coming back or finding again the next great head coach in the NFL, that has to be job one for this organization. You can't say that maybe we'll run it back with Dennis, and then again he, he starts off again uh, uh, slowly, and then all of a sudden again, you know, first of all, season tickets are going to go down. People are not going to buy season tickets. I guarantee you the next couple games uh, that are home, Atlanta this week and Carolina at the end of the, and on, on January 8th, uh, you're going to have a lot of season ticket holders going to be giving their tickets away because they're not going go, to go spend uh, this time in the Dome. It just is what it is. We're a different fan base now. But we'll see again how this how this kind of plays out uh, on on Sean Payton. But no matter what, uh, this team should be compiling a list of the top coaching candidates out there right now, right now, uh, because I don't have a lot of faith that the, 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 that the Saints are going to go undefeated in the last four games of the season. Maybe they will. Maybe, again, they'll, they'll win eight games when it's all said and done. And maybe Dennis Allen gets another shot. But I don't think that's what's good for the for the long-term health of this organization. All right. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Again, don't forget about uh, my good friends over at Suburban Roofing, uh, Marty Scoggins of the gang. <laughs> God, let me tell you. The last, last 20 years, they've been re-roofing, re-roofing South Louisiana. They've they built an incredible reputation for this company. 504-861-ROOF, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, member of the Better Business Bureau. Marty, Marty Scoggins has put together an incredible uh, a group of skilled roofing uh, uh, crews that are experts in time ty- of all types of roofs. Uh, they can, uh, can repair or replace any roof you have. They'll even hand-nail your roof. That is a lost art in roofing. Roofers don't do that anymore. They get the hydraulic gun and pop, 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 move on to the next job. Okay, it's about volume. For suburban roofing, it's about quality making sure, that, again, that you do it a quality job. Folks, I'm telling you right now, uh, Suburban Roofing not only helped me with my insurance company to get my, my roof replaced, but Marty put on a shingle that is, again, the highest wind-resistant shingle that's on the market for you right now. One of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide certified by Shingle Manufacturers, which allows their customers to qualify for the Manufacturer's Extended Warranty Program. Don't sign that contract with any other company until you call my friends at Suburban Roofing and Siding. 504-861-ROOF, that's 504 504- eight six one roof all right folks uh don't forget today's program brought to you by hendrix neptunia gin uh only on the shelves to march of 2023 it'd be a fantastic holiday gift uh for someone that enjoys a great spirit uh but also again for for an, an individual that um uh, maybe collect is a collector of spirits uh remember hendrix neptunia gin uh during this holiday season and all the william grant products that that are out there uh one more thing before we before we get out of here and we. And we um, uh, you got to bring on our guest, uh, Larry Holder. I want to remind everybody: if you're in the, if you if you know you'll need a new air conditioning system anytime soon, call my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning Heating before the end of the year. On July 1st, minimum efficiency ratings are changing. That means AC contractors can no longer install the most affordable air conditioning systems. That means prices are going to increase. The team at Burkhardt has these affordable systems available for you to install right now. Right now, call Burkhardt. And save while supplies last. Financing is available with credit approval. That's Burkhard Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, coming up next, Larry Holder of The Athletic. I'm your host, Eric Asher. And of course, our title sponsor for today's program, Henrik Septunia Jen, uh, available to March of 2023. Get it now. We'll be right back. <music>
1: New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for Life, 1061, Nash Icon.
3: This report is sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. This fall, there are updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. If it's been at least two months since your primary series or booster, schedule your updated COVID-19 booster dose at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech.
4: Look out for delays solid 10 eastbound from Loyola to power and delays pick back up 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high-rise. 10 westbound, your delays are solid from Orleans to the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid right at Canal Boulevard. And on the eastbound side, from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection, your delays are steady from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Also, in the meantime, look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway. Look out for delays steady from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. In the meantime, delays pick back up westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for accidents Drew Avenue at Rosemont Place, also General Gaulle at Berman, also General Meyer at Huntley Drive, also Magazine at Joseph Street, and also look out for an accident Toledano at South Claiborne. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brander Traffic Center.
0: You know, folks, we live in one of the, the wettest areas of the United States of America. You know, rain in the, in the summer, summer rains, and, of course, just that nasty rain that we get during the wintertime. If, if your tires can't handle the wet streets of the Crescent City, tire siping is the answer. But Southern Tire, they are your tire siping experts. Tire siping will improve your gas mileage, traction on wet services, and, of course, in the dog days of summer, it will manage tire heat. tire siping again, uh, uh, the the -the state-of-the-art equipment will put microscopic slices in your tire that, again, that allow it to be able to grip the road uh, when when you have um, uh, wet streets. And, of course, it extends the life of your tire as well. Want to find out more? Go to Southern Tire here in Airline and Metairie. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6. Saturdays from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the uh, number. Or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. Again, looking for a place where you can bring your vehicle that's out of warranty? It's Southern Tire. Looking for the log? selection of tires in the metropolitan area of Southern Tire. Looking for ASC certified technicians and do the work that's necessary It's Southern Tire. It's a Southern Tire Hickory and Airline and Metairie owned by the Piazza family since 1972.
5: On the east bank and west bank from the lake to the gulf the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community.
0: great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharaghan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan
3: When temperatures drop, COVID-19 cases may rise. So if you test positive and are at high risk, act fast. Even if your symptoms feel mild, ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you. Visit treatcovid19.com. Sponsored by Pfizer.
0: Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you again by our friends at Henrik's Gin. Henrik's Petunia Gin, limited edition gin, on the market right now for you. You're, again, a... Um, uh, a lover of fine spirits, or, again, you love uh, to have, um, uh, you know, uh, limited-edition spirits on, on your bar, uh, reach for Hendrick's Centunia Gin. Again, um, uh, Super Premium Gin category, taken it by Storm, all part of the portfolio of William Grant. All right, joining us on the program now is Larry Holder of The Athletic. Uh, as I said before, a great stocking stuffer uh, for the sports fan in your life would be the, the Athletic. A subscription to the Athletic. If you do that, you do it under under uh, Larry's byline, and Larry will um, will get the credit. I just tell you right now, I've enjoyed the Athletic I've, I've, ever since Larry went to the Athletic. I subscribed immediately. Uh, and I've enjoyed it, not just, again, for the local coverage, which is outstanding of great sports, but really across the country and across the world. I, I don't know a lot about soccer. My, as I've said before, my son, he knows everything in the world about soccer. He's the Soccer Encyclopedia. But I was able to keep up with what's going on in the World Cup, leading up to the World Cup, because of the great riders they had o- over at, at, at the Athletic. And, of course, again, that's not just, again, national stuff. It's international sports as well. If you've got a sports fan in your life, Treat them to a subscription to the Athletic, and do that on under Larry's byline. And Larry, are there you know, welcome to the show? Are there any specials out there for the folks that may be thinking about going? Oh, wait a minute, that's a great idea. Why don't I do that?
2: <laughs> uh, n- not that I'm aware of, but here's the thing: like a lot of times when you just go click on there, a special pops up, and I don't even know it. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 pretty regular where we give uh, significant deals. Um, So yeah, but yeah, I would definitely just go keep a look out on that. Yeah, it's certainly something you can gift someone. Uh, So it's you can uh, it's really easy to do, and all of a sudden it pops up and then bang bang, boom, you have the most comprehensive sports coverage uh, of of, 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 in the world. uh, I'd argue.
0: Uh, There's no doubt. And look, nothing's more frustrating than to see a great article and you go to click online, and then they say, "Wait a minute, you got to subscribe to the Athletic to get it." Well, just subscribe, and then you don't. When you click on it, you're going right to the article, right? Or you, you know, as I do, <laughs> exactly. I have it on the front page of my phone, so I just click right on the uh, on the app, and boom, I'm I'm in.
2: Well, look at this point in time. Uh, look, great journalism—you you have to pay for it. It's not free. You cause do. It, 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 typically, it's free. It's not great journalism. <laughs> so that's kind of that's kind of uh, where where we are. Uh, you know, we kind of uh, jumped ahead of that. Now, uh, mm-hmm. you know, people have kind of followed suit uh, with our model, and uh, look, it's. Uh, and also, I can tell you that you can uh, join the, uh, the Athletic and get part of a bundle and be, uh, because we're owned by the New York Times. So you can mm-hmm. bundle that with a subscription to the New York Times oh, and go. all of its other subsidiaries. So it's, uh, it's, it's a really great deal for, like I said, some of the best journalists, uh, whether it's uh, us at the Athletic or the New York Times. I mean, look, obviously we're household uh, – we're, we, we're becoming household names, but obviously the New York Times is a household name. Absolutely. That's right.
0: All, all the news is fit to print, right?
2: Exactly, <laughs> and then some. <laughs> right.
0: Learn that and learn 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 I think in high school at Devil's Sal when we were doing the 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 uh, the the, um, uh, the newspaper over there. So, all right, let's let's get started. I, I want to ask you about Jeff Duncan's column yesterday because again, you know the Saints as well as anybody. You're one of the few that have ever sat down with Mrs. Benson, Mister Benson, and, and have done and have done stories. Uh, you again know Sean Payton as well as anybody in this market. Um what are your thoughts about Jeff's column about the, maybe the possibility of him coming back to New Orleans that New Orleans may be number 1 on his list if ultimately Dennis Allen is let go at the end of the season.
2: Yeah, uh, obviously I read it because it certainly raises an eyebrow and you know I'm not as uh, locked in as uh, I used to be with the Saints just given my, my job description is the NFL uh now but, uh, but you, you know you know it and a lot of people out <laughs> In, uh, who, who read about this know that Jeff and I have uh, have a really good relationship, and Absolutely. we, uh, you know, we we don't get hold. Are you kidding me? Yes, exactly. But but when you write something like that, someone is tipping you off that that is a possibility. So it's something yes. that I think has to be taken seriously. Uh, Jeff is uh, Jeff would not write that otherwise. He's no not. Way. Just kind of go on a whim. I mean, that is just not the way he operates. Well, he told for, me today.
0: Multiple sources have told him that, not just one guy. Yeah, yeah. Multiple yeah, sources. Yeah, I believe it.
2: Yeah, and yeah, it would yeah. take that many for for Jeff to write something like that. And so I think the, uh, the here's my thing with it is that all right, are the Saints going to just move on from Dennis Allen? I mean, that's that that's the thing. Uh, you know, is it's uh, would he stick around? Uh, would he feel jilted? Uh, you'd have to buy out his contract. I'm sure Sean Payton wants more to to come mm-hmm. back. Uh, and, and for Sean's perspective, I mean, how ready are the Saints to compete again? I think that, to me, when you're looking at what Sean would want to do, I mean, mm-hmm. are there better options out there for him? And I think you don't know that until the end of the season. Uh, because if I'm if I'm looking at kind of the landscape of the NFL, and what if something happens in Dallas and they go out in the first round and mm-hmm. Jerry knows that Sean's available, uh, do they do they call the Saints and try to facilitate a trade, uh, and then are the Saints saying hey you're going to be coaching here or nowhere else, or you know maybe they balk at it? So right. I think it's definitely something that. Uh, it's not as easy as, hey, all right, just come on back. I mean, I think things have to happen for that to be in place because I think he sees where this roster is and where they mm-hmm. are cap-wise. And, look, I think, yes. honestly, that's part of the reason why he walked. Like, he, I, oh, think I agree. He huh. put, like, yeah, but he saw that this was um, diminishing and said, mm-hmm. all right, let me take a step back and evaluate. And so, I mean, I don't know if he's the magic elixir. I mean, they still – uh, look, their roster is aging, uh, and we've we've seen that they've gotten a little worse at positions. Their quarterback situation is uncertain at best. So, but I, look, do I buy that that is a possibility? Oh, I, I no doubt. I mean, uh, if, you know, if it's here's the thing, it would. All, I'd trust only if like a handful of people wrote that. Obviously, Jeff would be right. way high, me number one on the list outside of myself. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: you, know? yeah, well, so. you, you just mentioned something that was interesting though, and it's something I, I don't think many people thought about. Uh, the Saints saying you're not coaching anywhere unless you're going to coach here for the next three years till 2024, and 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 uh, that would be. I mean that that that's that, that's a that's a tough game of poker there, but I mean at the same time because you're possibly again giving up the possibility of, again a, a number one pick or at least draft compensation, uh, but that would be interesting. And then of course look, we know that again just from reports that Loomis Lausha and Mrs. Benson they did everything in their power to try to uh, stymie his his uh, his his departure, and it didn't work. Um, so it'll be interesting to see again how that plays out. But no matter what, he's look—he's the hottest candidate on the market. I don't care if you got a coach or not. If you get a chance to get a Sean Payton, if you're not happy with your current situation, you're gonna be peeking at, at Payton, and seeing what's the possibility of him being our coach.
2: He's got to be everyone's number one candidate. Uh, you know, it, he, he just has to be. Uh, you know, it, it's a this is different than say back in 2015 that when you left that season and. Uh, 2016, when the shine wasn't really on Sean Payton. You know, I think he's uh he's certainly rebounded after that and showed he can certainly coach and and you know make very good teams. <laughs> you know, teams that probably should have been in the Super Bowl and won one outside of the you know, our, right. uh, our infamous no sure. call. Um, but still, it's it's something that uh, he is he's probably far more wanted than he was maybe. Then at that point he was wanted, but some teams were weary of him. And mm-hmm. uh, so I think that's uh it's a different different set of circumstances now, uh, where Sean would be he's gotta be number one in everybody. So how who who would be better that would be available? No, no, like, no uh,
0: that's already established, it's won a Super Bowl. Come on. I mean that's supposedly an offensive genius. I think we've seen the genius of his of the offense, especially now with with you know, watching Carmichael as well. Uh, let's get a caller in and w- that wants to speak to you. Bobby's in Slidell. You're on with Larry Holder of The Athletic. Hey, Bobby. Hey, guys. How
2: y'all? Um Good. I saw the report drop the other day, and uh, I can't tell you. Like, I don't know if it's going to come true or not. I hope it does. Um, but maybe he just needed a little break. And he's he knows what he has with the Saints organization. You know what I mean? He just does. So, you know – does he have a better quarterback and, and with the Chargers? Of course he does. Of course he does. But at the end of the day, maybe he just needs a little break. I mean, maybe he just needs to recharge his batteries. I don't know. I don't know. What, I, I'm not in Sean Payton's mind. But yeah, Bobby. That's but,
0: but Larry was close like, to Sean Payton. Yeah. Uh, Larry, do you think that's a possibility? Or did he just need it to recharge his batteries? Did he needed a sabbatical?
2: Yeah, Bobby. I could tell you this and that. Look, I've talked with Sean so many times when talks about functional organizations, and there are plenty of organizations that are dysfunctional in terms of ownership and front office. And he knows. Well, obviously, it's not. He didn't leave because he was uncomfortable with what was going on with the Saints. I think he just needed. Uh, he needed a break. I mean, otherwise he would have jumped back into coaching immediately. I think he just needed a break and. Reevaluate. He's been doing it for a long time, so no, I totally understood that. Like that's and anybody and anybody could have that same thing. And then maybe you go back a year later and say, "Hey, I want to come back to work." Okay, that's great. So look, I I buy it's a possibility. I mean, I, I you know, it's it's something that probably look. I think it kind of took people back, I mean, even mm-hmm. me a little bit of a, a back, just because we all just assume ah oh, he's going to move on. But you also didn't assume that Dennis Allen would be in trouble after year one, right? Exactly. I think that brings that you bring that equation back into it and. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what none of us foresaw, really. Uh, well I can tell you that, right now, Larry Larry, you're you're in it more than I am because you're you're in the building. But I think if Sean Payton committed to coming back to the Saints, Dennis Allen would be gone. I think you know, have yeah, I think so too. I think he would have to go. Like well a, yeah. you, you know, they're not gonna hey Dennis will pay you a coach a salary right. and you know, keep you as defensive coordinator. I don't think that's gonna fly. Well he's so not gonna take the
0: demotion either.
2: Right, and I don't think he's going to take it to motion. Either after after right. one year, he can walk and get paid the life of the contract. So, yes, but let's be honest; he's not a head coach. Well, <laughs> I think it's yeah, uh, it's I hard to been argue proven. that it's right for him yep, <laughs> at no this doubt. point. I get it; like I, I get the right. sentiment. I still think he's a he's a very good coach, but look, mm-hmm. not everyone is a head coach. I mean, that's that's absolutely true. not. Right. Absolutely right. not. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're,
0: Bob, Bobby, we appreciate done. the phone call.
2: All right, all right, Eric. Thank you.
0: Thanks, and thanks as always. Hey, I did want to I did want to pick your brain a bit here, Larry. Uh, you did. You've been doing a lot of stuff on quarterbacks. Quarterbacks of, of the future for the Saints, if they had to go into the league, who do you think might be available? Who do you think might be able to work?
2: Yeah, and I'm actually that's a good uh, precursor because I'm picking that back up this week. Uh, you know, I'm going to uh, kind of do a three quarter of a season look at uh, the quarterbacks around the league, and uh, I mean, look, the free agents that are going to be out there that you're not going to be franchise tagged. I cuz I'm I'm not buying Lamar or Jackson. You know, Sean Payton's even mentioned Lamar publicly. Yep. Mm-hmm. The Ravens are going to franchise tag him, right? That would be foolish if they did. Uh so I, he's and they, they could exclusive tag him and then you he's got he's not a free agent. So, uh look, like Tom Brady's going to be a free agent. I mean, we've already I know Sean was on his podcast and they were kind of yapping along. Uh, but then you look at someone like Jimmy Garoppolo. He's not having surgery. He's not out for the year. He's been playing. He played very well uh, mm-hmm. in, in filling in for Trey Lance and really made a market for himself. So I think he's viable. Uh, Geno Smith in Seattle. He's a major reclamation project and has really come on. And uh, it's it's maybe it just took him a little bit of time to figure it out. But I think he's going to. He's going to have a market out there, and then uh, I'm trying to think of others off the top of my head in terms of, 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 of veterans, but those are the mm-hmm. most, most notable ones that I know of just because uh, in some of the metrics that I use at the Athletic, Jimmy G and Geno Smith are at the top of the charts. Like, they, right. uh, you know, and so uh, also you wonder if trades are going to happen again. I mean, this yes. time, uh, we've we've seen so many years now where, Quarterbacks can be traded uh, and big names, and so uh, and, or or do the Saints look in the draft? And you know, do we know they don't have a first round pick? Mm-hmm. Would they be willing to draft someone like I, I, I've seen a lot of connections with with Tennessee and Hendon Hooker. Yeah, uh, you know that might be someone there. He mm-hmm. probably wouldn't be ready right away just because he's coming off the injury, uh, but he seems like someone who. Uh, they could keep an eye on what if someone like Will Levis falls. Uh right. I know I know people are gonna reach it's quarterback season and people are gonna be reaching because a lot of a lot of teams are gonna be needy, so it, it's it's gonna be uh, you know there's gonna be an options out there. Let's not I agree. You know, let's not I agree. Yeah, let's not let's not totally shut that door. There will be options there. Mm-hmm. And of course the Saints could backload contracts. Like if they want a mm-hmm. guy, they're gonna go get a guy. I mean that's Yeah,
0: I agree. Yeah. And when, when, are you going to be writing about that very soon? Is that is that the next thing you're going will be jumping back into?
2: Yeah, that'll be the next thing. Uh, I did my half, my my midseason mark, and I'm going to revisit right. uh, five weeks later. So it'll be basically chopped up uh, where where all these quarterbacks kind of sit overall with some of the metrics we use. Where they how they were the first quarter of the season, first half of the season, and then and uh, uh, through, basically split it up into quarters. Say if they're rising or falling. Like Jared Goff, you know he's. He's kind of shot up the charts mm-hmm. lately uh, where, yep. where he, he wasn't that good. Uh, and then some others have, have fallen. So, uh, yeah, it's, yeah it, it, it's it's going to be kind of a, a geeky metric number, but it tells the story of how the quarterbacks have kind of ju- uh, risen and fallen throughout the season.
0: There you go. And that, 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 I'm telling you right now, that's worth that's worth subscribing to the Athletic right there. No doubt about it. Larry, I always appreciate your time uh, throughout the year. Uh, and of course, as always, ask everybody to be able to subscribe to The Athletic under your byline, and of course, how can folks follow you on social media?
2: At Larry Holder on Twitter, and uh, yeah, just, uh, yeah, like I said, you know, we're uh, we're kind of got our uh, home stretch uh, over at The Athletic, so uh, yeah, definitely uh, check out everything that we've got going on. Uh, ended the World Cup, NFL season, NBA uh, with, Will Guillory's kicking butt and covering the Pelicans. Yes, you know indeed. Brody Miller's taking care of all everything at LSU. So uh, go check all that out. Uh, and, of course, yeah, uh, you can go follow me at, at Larry Holder and com slash NFL.
0: Thank you, buddy. Appreciate the time.
2: You got it, A. We'll talk to you next week.
0: There you go. There he goes, Larry Holder. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating. If you're in the market for a generator, they got you covered. They actually have generators in stock right now, ready to be able to be able to install in your home or your business. Save $1, 750 to $1,750 and get a free 10-year warranty till the end of the year at right, Burkhart. Uh, Jason Berger will come into your home or your business, sit down, do a consultation with you. Uh, once you guys come to an agreement, uh, they'll put you on the calendar for a single day install. And that means single day install. That means again, planning, permit, inspections. Their dedicated general team, generated team, do everything for you. They care the whole process. You could finance it over time. Again, pay that out all up front. New install, quality check after one month. Uh, after one month, and then of course 24. 24- 365 Emergency Service, as well as maintain that generator throughout the year. When it comes to generator sales and service, there's only one to go to. It's Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's ACPromise.com. Today's program has been brought to you by Henry's Neptunia Gin. Only on the market till March of 2023. Again, if you have a favorite um uh, have a family member or a friend that loves a good spirit uh, or loves to collect great spirits, Henry Steptunia Gin is for them. That's Henry Steptunia Gin available at your favorite spirit store. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Eric Asher. If you know you'll be needing a new air conditioning system anytime soon, then you should call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating before the end of the year. Because on January 1st, new federal rules mean all AC contractors are no longer able to install the most affordable air conditioning systems. The team at Burkhardt has these affordable systems available for install right now. There's financing available, too. So see by calling Burkhardt today or learn more at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. It's all Eric sent you. Three.
3: Looking for more customers? Running Boards Marketing is the leader in effective and affordable advertising on digital mobile billboard trucks. Just like this radio ad, digital mobile billboards will enhance your existing advertising efforts, making any marketing campaign more efficient and effective. Your brand message will be hard to ignore and highly impactful, with rates starting as low as $2.97 per month. Learn more by visiting runningboardsmarketing.com today. That's runningboardsmarketing.com and allow us to drive your message to where the people are. Ray Maliazzi
0: here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Sounds like a goose in distress. Get an upgrade at eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts. Mm -hmm. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. When
3: temperatures drop, COVID-19 cases may rise. So if you test positive and are at high risk, act fast. Even if your symptoms feel mild, ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you. Visit treatcovid19.com. Sponsored by Pfizer.
0: All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to uh, thank Larry Holden and also Jeff Duncan with joining us for the program. All the sponsors sponsor our program, go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to the sponsor sponsor our program. Click on their icon to take you right to our sponsor. Especially again, our friends at Henrik's Dunia- at Natunia Gin, our proud sponsor on a Monday. Uh, thanks to Rudy in Studio. Thank you for listening. Coming up next, it's, it's uh, All Access with Ken Trahan, John Henrik's and also Ro Brown our Ken's guest. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock for another edition of Inside New Orleans. From the dog cat to the gub, that includes the man.
2: They all got to go.